0: Welcome to the Caregiver's Toolbox, tools for everyday caregiving. We provide education and information on senior care topics. Here's your host, Ryan McInniff. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Caregiver's Toolbox, tools for everyday caregiving. We give you information and education on senior care topics. My name is Ryan McInniff. Uh, unfortunately, Janet is not with us he- today. Well, not in that way. Um, she's sick. She's not dead. She's sick. She she sent me the text this morning. Said, um, you know, she's not feeling well. D- and and. And unfortunately for that, we have a, a guest with us today, and it was a bummer because, you know, one of the things we like to do is I do the business kind of side of things, and Janet does the – she's the director of client care, so she's more on the clinical side of things. So it's always great to get two perspectives of people, especially when we have a guest in. But you know what? we got to roll with the punches. It's raining outside or it's sunny outside. you still got to go marketing. So um, we're still doing the uh, the the guest, and our guest today is Alex Denoncourt. He is from Oakley Home home access um, and that's Within not only Rhode Island, but you just moved into the Massachusetts area as well.
1: Yeah, so we have two locations now: um, one in Narragansett, Rhode Island, and two months ago we opened our second location in Walpole, Mass.
0: Perfect. So, you know, the best part of the podcast to start doing your plugs is at the beginning before people have listened to you. So, what do you want to get out there to have people know about your um, your company so that they can get that information right away and then kind of listen to what you have to say afterwards?
1: Absolutely. So, um, thank you again. For for having us yeah Um, so oakley home access we're a combination of occupational therapists and home uh, remodelers and contractors all right and we're out there to essentially make sure that the senior population or those with disabilities are living safely in their home Um, as occupational therapists we go in we do a free home safety assessment Um, we go room to room make sure that we have everything that we need in place whether it be grab bars for for people with a little bit Um, less balance than they once had, or if they're um, declining and they aren't able to get into the house at all, if we need to talk about ramps and stair lifts, um, we pretty much have a solution for any kind of mobility issue. So we're just uh, mobility professionals making sure that aging in place is going on.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, I imagine you fall into the same kind of difficulty or problems that uh, private agencies have that it's, you know, people don't think about you until mom's fallen for the third time, and it's like, what that's, do we do?
1: Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. That's why we go out and we look for um, for home care uh, professionals or skilled nursing professionals to make our referrals. Um, but we would say that 90% of the time we're going in crisis management where mom already fell and um, she needs grab bars, she needs a stair lift now, or she's not going to be discharged from the nursing home. Yep. Um, that 10% that's left over is what we really love and what we're passionate about is that preventative um, aspect of it. Or people are making these decisions ahead of time, maybe in their 50s, 60s, and when they're just doing a little remodeling in the bathroom to think about the future and think about aging in place, um, staying in that house as long as possible. Um, But unfortunately, like you said, yeah, 90% of the time we're getting that um, crisis call where things need to be done this week because they're getting sent home. Uh, Mom already fell yeah we would love to see the preventative aspects come um, in the future
0: absolutely and you know it was funny because I was just out to lunch with a uh um a social worker for a and a company and he was like you know i he does estate sales as well on the side and he was like i've bought already bought a um uh, a staircase well i forget what i' what am i thinking of a, a stair stairlift yeah and installed it in my house under the guise that it's for my mom, but it's really for me because he's getting up there in age and he knows that in the next 10 or 15 years he might need it. So right. he's like, I, you know, I got it, I got it used, but it was for a song because it was at an estate sale and yep. installed it. And there you go. So there are a few people out there being proactive at yeah, least. Yeah, yeah. Not as many as we'd like, but yep. there are a few. Um, so, I mean, you know, what, let's, let's kind of talk about the company. Let's talk about what makes, you know, you different or what makes you, you, you know, let us know what, what about it is, you know, what you're passionate about, how you got into it and all that good stuff.
1: Yeah. So, um, Justin Oakley is our founder. Um, he was an occupational therapist working in Rhode Island and as a therapist in a skilled nursing facility, he was doing home evals and he would go in, he'd see all these barriers to success in the house and he'd write them down. Um, and essentially he would hand that to the family say that these are our recommendations as OTs and PTs, and we think that you should get them done to to live safely in the house. And very often, they wouldn't get anything done, and in about a month, he'd see them back in the nursing home because they had another fall. He'd say, well, why didn't you get the, those grab bars put in the shower? Um, and they say, well, we didn't know who was going to do it. We don't have access to a contractor who wants to do it. A lot of times, contractors don't want to go out for a couple grab bars. It's just not worth their time. Um, so that's when he went back to his longtime friend Uh, Mike Vieira, he's the second owner of the company. All right. And he was a lifelong contractor. And they were friends in diapers. And they came back together after, you know, 20 years doing their own thing. And they created Oakley Home Access where Justin, as the therapist, does his home assessment completely free. And then um, depending on what we think is the most um, important home modification or what they can afford at this time, Mike will come in with his crew of contractors and they'll do all the work. So we keep everything in-house. Yeah, we don't subcontract out. Um, There's definitely a taboo surrounding contractors where a lot of people don't want to work with them. So that's why we keep everything in-house. And and since then, we've grown to having three uh, occupational therapists. And now we have about five or six contractors.
0: Oh, wow. That's a lot of contractors. Yeah. That's outstanding. I mean, and you know, I can relate to what you just said with, you know, having contractors sometimes don't want the work because I, I live in a condo, it's, it's a small condo building, but it still needs work done on it. And I'm one of the people that has to go out and, you know, bid with these contractors and, you know, we need to call like 10 contractors to get just three or four to show up, um, let alone, you know, or maybe five show up and only two or three, give us an actual quote or an estimate in the timeframe we need it. So it can be very difficult to find somebody that's reliable, that you can trust, that's going to give you, um, you know, uh, a fair price as well. Sure. Because, you know, as as we know that, you know, right now we're booming, the economy's booming, everybody's redoing something in their house. Yeah. So some of these contractors, not all of them, but some of them will just, they'll throw a price and just see if you're, you're foolish enough to take it.
1: Either that or they just won't answer the phone call. Yeah. You know, once they have enough jobs, they're just going to unplug the phone and call it a day. Yeah. Um, so. and, get,
0: and getting a contractor to come out of your house to do three grab bars isn't exactly no, it's the not top in their level. Scope of the absolutely, sure. they're, yeah. they're they're like no, it's not, there's, it's not worth my time. Yeah. Well, you know, we kind of briefly talked a little bit about that, where you know those are the things and 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 we do the small hour cases and I've always been open and honest with the listeners that hey listen a two hour case isn't going to be paying our rent here or not or paying the insurance bill but it's so difficult to get a parent sometimes to accept even the slightest amount of care that's kind of your introduction to somebody and then all of a sudden once they realize oh this is really great Mm -hmm. let's get more care and I imagine some of those grab bar jobs do end up turning into bigger jobs down the road once they realize the benefit of your services
1: exactly yeah so once they have something nice to hold on to in the shower they start realizing the other barriers that were going on well wait a minute I'm having a lot of trouble getting off the toilet or I'm not leaving my house um, in inclement weather because I'm afraid of the stairs Um, so maybe we have to talk to them about having a ramp installed and just having these little things done which we do everything in one day um, all of our renovations so if you call me I come as the OT and I do your home assessment we're booking installation in three to five days, and then we're going to be in your house for six hours at the longest, um, and it's going to be cleaner than when we got there. Yeah. Um, so we're doing these these really effective, really simple solutions um, that are going to give people another decade in their home, um, because if you have five or six steps to get into your house and you can't do it, you're going to start thinking, do I need to move? Do I need to go to assisted living? No, you don't, because your house is actually a good setup. You know, you're on one floor. You have a nice walk-in shower. The only problem is you can't get up the front steps. Yeah. Um, so a simple solution of, you know, putting in a ramp or putting in a stair lift is going to give you another decade of living in your house.
0: And just out of out of curiosity, what's an average ramp cost to have it installed, would you say? Throw a ballpark number out there.
1: I mean, it's so hard um, to, to kind of estimate is because uh, when we're doing the assessments, we're talking about rise-to-run ratios. Mm-hmm. So for every inch that you're going from the, the bottom of the ground... To the threshold of the doorway, that's an inch. So if you have every inch, you need a foot of ramp. Gotcha. So depending on how high somebody's front door is, is going to depend on how long their ramp is. Gotcha. Um, But for for some of the really simple one to two steps, we're looking around $2,000. All right. Um, And then for some people, they have like 60 inches of rise. Um, and they're, they're going back about, and forth. Right. So we start making it look like a bank teller line where you have to keep switching directions.
0: And so the, the reason I asked that question wasn't to give you some like, aha, got you moment, right? Yeah, I know. But sure. I was going to say, hey, listen, w- would most ramps likely cost under $10,000? Absolutely. And it, yeah. All right. So to put that in perspective, one month of 24-hour home care – is going to cost you about $9500. Okay. So, so what I say to that is is that would you rather pay 10 grand or less yep. to retrofit parts of your house to make them safe or take the gamble that somebody falls, mm. breaks their hip, breaks their leg and let's not even get into the fact that maybe they don't even come back home, but then they need to come back home with months of Private home care services, yeah, exactly. and then all of a sudden, that three thousand or that four thousand uh, dollar, the ramp to get up the to, into the house is looking a lot more affordable yeah. than you know. a month or whatever it is to go to an assisted living, uh, facility or 120 grand a year for a a skilled nursing facility. So, I mean, you know, the grab bars are even make even more of a, uh, effective point where you put, you know, you spend a couple hundred or a a thousand dollars or whatever it is to put grab bars everywhere in your house that makes sense. Mm. And then all of a sudden you, you've likely prevented the issue of a fall, which causes the hospital bill, the skilled rehab, uh, stress of being, you know, because nobody wants them to be in the rehab for as, as short a period of time. And then you don't need somebody like me charging you, uh, you know, an arm and a leg to have somebody there to provide care. So it's, it's, it's like the preventative maintenance that you put on your car. You, nobody likes putting the oil in and paying 60 bucks to change your oil, but it sure beats having to buy a motor in three years, you know? And that's kind of what I'm trying to relate it to. Like it's, it's an understandable cost in my eyes because it's like, to me, that's that's cheap money when it comes to the alternatives that could happen if you don't go with a ramp or grab bars or whatever it might be.
1: Exactly. So I mean, we have several hundred ramps out in the community in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Um, in the time that I've been there, and in, and in the customers I've dealt with, we've maybe sold a handful of ramps that are over ten thousand dollars. It's yeah. almost it's almost never. Yeah. And um and you're exactly right. You're saving so much money in the long run, um, just having this put in and. We only deal with um, aluminum ramps. We don't build them out of wood. And it's not that our guys can't. Our guys are super talented, Finnish contractors. Um, but what we found was if you're putting in a ramp um, out of wood, you're spending more time on labor. You're spending more money on materials. Um, and you've got a permanent, permanent ramp in your house now. And that's going to affect your resale value. It's going you know. Um, so we deal with the aluminum ramps because they're completely removable. If for some reason you decide that you do need more care and you go into assisted living or something like that, we pull that ramp out of there um, and you're selling your house just as it was before. Or if you're in the market for selling a handicap house, now you have that as well. Because yeah. the aluminum lasts forever.
0: Um, that makes sense, right? Yeah, and and yeah, I was gonna, I was, I was just gonna guess another part of the aluminum is, is you know, we're not in you know Phoenix, Arizona, where it's it's sunny and ninety degrees every yep. day. We're in New England, where the weather changes as it has just this week. Since with we've the, been sitting here, yeah, probably, yeah, you know, it was sixty degrees when the Patriots were doing a parade, and yep. then the next day it was thirty-five degrees. So wood's gonna contract and swell. It's a lot of rain, a lot of heat, exactly. So yep. it's gonna wear down a little bit quicker than a lot quicker than if you have the aluminum
1: yeah and if you have somebody who's setting up this ramp hopefully going to live in this house another 10 or 15 years say you make a a ramp out of pressure treated wood it's still meant to be outside but every you know a couple years you need to sand it down you need to refinish it you need to paint it and anybody who's buying a ramp off of us isn't capable of doing those things so it's either they're going to have to pay somebody to do it or they're going to have to take time out of a loved one's uh busy day to go and do that for them Aluminum ramps are no maintenance. Absolutely. You know, whoever's shoveling your driveway is just going to shovel the ramp for you just as they would the walkway. Yep. So nothing changes. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of reasons why we prefer to use aluminum. And price being one of them, they're, they are um, less expensive.
0: And then, you know, as I we talk, I get questions in my head. What happens when, you know, let's say somebody does go to a nursing home permanently mm. or, you know, passes away and the the ramp needs to be removed? Are, do you have those ramps do you keep those ramps to then resell to another customer or is that can they be reused more often or is that something that can't it's always new and and then that get that ramp gets recycled or whatever it might be so
1: our worst fear would be to see that ramp go to a scrapyard yeah i because mean, aluminum is worth something it's yep. you know it's a non-ferrous metal um but if you're taking it to a scrapyard it's not going to help anybody and that ramp is made to last forever So we don't personally buy them back um, from people, but what we like to do is assist them in selling it. All right. So a lot of times people, our next customer might say, do you have any used ramps in stock? And we say, well, we do not, but I know somebody who's trying to sell a ramp. I'd like to introduce you to, you can negotiate your price. And then um, you'll just have to pay us a small fee to install it for you. Gotcha. Um, so that's what we like to do because purchasing them back doesn't really benefit us as a business. Because mm-hmm. um, I mean, we do have to run ourselves as a business. Absolutely. As much then as we you have all enough. of that
0: inventory. Um, and then the other thing that I imagine, and it's the same thing with whether it's the tubs, whether it's the um, stair lifts, and and the same thing with the the ramps, is that it's not a one size fits all. Uh, construction either. So, I mean, you know, it might not, it uh, it probably doesn't happen as often as maybe we think that Mm -hmm. one ramp's going to fit perfectly on, uh, two or three other houses that happened to need a ramp at that time as well you know so that's that's a problem i'm sure somebody would come across as well
1: yeah so that's another reason we deal with the aluminum modular they're almost like an erector set you know because they come in they come in length anywhere from two to eight feet Mm -hmm. um and then you have the turning platforms that you can see on the brochure there which is essentially just a four by four flat um turning platform yep and with those pieces we can pretty much make it fit anywhere um, so we'll have some, we've had people where they buy an entire ramp system from one of our previous customers and no longer needs it. And maybe they need another eight feet. So they just buy another eight feet uh, new. Um, so they got that used and they got this new. And essentially, after it's been outside for 24 hours, that's how it's going to look forever. Yep. Um, they come in nice and shiny. The shine goes down a slight bit. Um, but the aluminum lasts forever. So Absolutely. you can't tell the difference between a new and a used ramp, um, especially with a good power washing.
0: Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with that. No. And then, so, you know, one thing that I think a lot of people um, in my line of business underestimate are, are the showers. Um, the showers are are always so difficult. You know, we, we we're telling families to get rid of their throw rugs, mm-hmm. which are what a quarter of an inch, you know, high. Yeah. And you have a, a bathroom tub, tub that that's you know a foot and a half high or whatever yep. it might be. And then on top of that, you're dealing with soap, water, bare feet, slips and falls. Boom, there you go. Yeah. Um, you know what is what does that look like? What happens when a shower needs to be, for lack of a better word, remodeled or just mm. repurposed a little bit into being functional? for somebody that doesn't have the mobility they once did
1: yep absolutely and you're right on the money that falls are happening in the bathroom 70 80 percent of falls in the house are in the bathroom and it's with good reason like you said it's sure a lot of times it's dark when you have a hot shower now it's foggy it's slippery there's nothing to hold on to and you have that 15 to 16 inch tub wall which is ridiculous for people to think that that's okay to step over Say you're in the community, every step that you step onto, a curb, a stair, that's going to be six, seven inches at the max. Yet every day you need to step over 15 inches. Yeah. Um, so it's a big demand. So we like to do what we call the Oakley conservative remodel. And what that is, is we come in as therapists... And we're going to see what their functioning level is. Are they um, are they able to step into the shower or do they need um, the assistance of a tub transfer bench? I'm sure you've seen those millions of times. Mm-hmm. Just allowing you to slide in from the outside rather than battling that tub wall. And we're going to complement that with grab bars. Um, usually one on the interior wall where you're stepping in and then another one on the the far wall, the longer wall. We call that the inside wall. Yep. Um and when we're going in and looking at them as a person, we're deciding how high do these grab bars need to be? Um, do they need to be on a diagonal, a vertical, a horizontal? Um, as their house, we're talking about, you know, what do you want these grab bars to look like? Because a lot of times, just there's such a taboo around institutional-looking bathrooms mm-hmm. that people who desperately need grab bars won't do it because they're afraid of their bathroom looking institutional. Um, But we have a wide line of Moen designer grab bars that look like beautiful towel racks, you know? Yeah. Um, They're going to make your bathroom look better. We can match it to your existing hardware. Um, So it's funny. Sometimes that's the discussion we're having. Um, As an OT, I know exactly where the grab bar needs to be. But then I have to play the role of an interior designer with the person as well cuz they're not going to do it unless it looks good.
0: Absolutely. And you know, it's one of those things. Like I'm I I'm a giant, right? You're a big guy, I'm yep. tall. Like there have been those times you're in the shower where all of a sudden you slip and you're like that was very fortunate that I was able yeah. to catch catch myself because that would have been, a at best, a bad bruise. Yep. You know, so, uh, you know, it's like, well, maybe I should just get a grab bar because and probably every shower should have a grab bar just for safety reasons in general because, yeah. you know, it doesn't matter really your age. You can still slip and fall in the, the dang shower either way. Yeah, and
1: we want the grab bars to fit everybody. So say it's you or me. You're, I mean, you must be 6'5". Yeah. And I'm about 6'1", 6'2". So we need a, a nice high grab bar for us to get at shoulder level. But, you know, if my girlfriend's going into the same shower, or a little old lady, um, who's 4'11", yep. she's not reaching up for that. She might not even have the shoulder flexion to get her arm up there. Yep. Um, so now we're talking about doing nice long grab bars, where you can grab it high, you can grab it low.
0: Or the diagonal um, ones, or whatever it or might Exactly.
1: Be. Yeah, yeah. So getting it high, getting it low, to fit everybody. Absolutely. Um, another thing that we do all the time is we remove glass shower doors at all costs. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah those glass shower doors whether it's the ones that slide left to right or the ones that hinge like a door um one of the most dangerous things in a bathroom and that's because they have handles on them so at no no fault of their own they're grabbing those handles and then they're going for a ride with the door um and it's the worst ride of their life we call it right to the emergency room yeah um those doors are not meant to bear any weight at all besides the weight of the door yep um so you start putting weight onto those tracks and and it's going to come down And uh, another barrier um, with those doors is that at the bottom, there's a track for it to slide along. Um, You have a woman who's 75, 80 years old, doesn't have the the hip flexion she once had. She scrapes her foot on that track, gets a little skin abrasion that turns into an infection that turns into something else. And now she's in the hospital. Yep. Um, So getting those out of there because they're razor sharp and you and I don't see it because we step over it. But when you don't have the ability to get your foot as high, you're scraping those things. It's just like dragging your feet. And um, those skin abrasions are a huge problem that we see. Like when I was working in a skilled nursing facility. Yeah,
0: and 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 you know, it's if I wasn't in this job, if I hadn't you know gone through the path of of owning this company, mm. I would have thought that's crazy. Like a, a skin abrasion causes somebody to go to a hospital because right. like you know it
1: cuts all the time. Yeah, I put like, a bandaid on it. And I'm,
0: you realize that so it changes, you, so fast it changes quite age. quite differently, and yeah. then you realize, oh my gosh, these it just doesn't take a whole lot to to go from bad. To to worse to yeah. to urgent. I so, had
1: patients that were in the skilled nursing rehab for an extra month because yeah. they had blisters. It's like you would never think of it, but they just get infections so easily, and their skin tears so easily.
0: Absolutely. And so then, with the other one that that you obviously uh, are. Promoting or that happens often enough that it's on your brochures is the the stair lifts. So let's kind of talk about that. What does that process look like? You know, you know. Obviously, it's for people that are no longer um, feeling like they're safe going up and down the stairs. But you know, there there are two options, I guess, with stairs that you have. You can either really put in a uh, more the more economical option is putting in a really well built handrail that's into studs rather than just into drywall or um, the 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 stair lift what would what what situation would you go with one and then maybe go with the other sure
1: um so that's going to be a discussion with the family and with um the therapist that they're working with in a skilled nursing facility already um how they're doing with stairs you know because the therapists are working on it so if they're only doing three stairs to go home and do 12 to 13 just doesn't make any sense yeah um, so if somebody is having a lot of success already, we're still gonna walk them through the procedure of a stair lift and let them know it exists. But we're gonna do exactly what you said. We're gonna give them bilateral handrails, um, something nice and strong to grab onto, right into the stud. They can put all their weight onto it. Um, and then we have all the measurements for a stair lift should the time come. You know, they give us a call, they say, you know what, I wanna go on that lift. We're there in a couple of days. Yeah. Um, but if somebody knows right off the bat and if I'm making my clinical judgment as an OT, I think you need a stair lift. Um, so what we do is, um, with a straight stair lift, it's relatively inexpensive. They're $3,000. That's all labor, all materials. Um, we give a full training on it, on how to use it safely. Um, the great thing about them is they're simple to use. I mean, it's just like a seat that you would sit in any other time. And while it's in the stairs and you're not using it, it all folds up to take up one foot of space. So if you're feeling strong, we'll give you railings. You can use that those stairs as part of your rehab process to keep you strong. And then on a bad day, take a ride up, you know, take a, take the laundry up on your lap. Um, so we love when people put them in preventatively. Like I say, we're all about preventative medicine. Um, you put them in preventatively and you're preventing the falls of when you're having a bad day.
0: Yeah. And, and you know, again, like, you know, that, that cost, whatever that cost is for, mm. for the amount that, that it, that it is, while it's no means you know pocket change, it's still expensive. The alternative is somebody like me or an assisted living or nursing yep. home stay, and you know it's not just one stair. well, imagine you fall down the third stair and you have ten more to go, you right. know or or whatever it might be. That's that's what you're preventing, and I think that you know if you you know are fortunate enough to have your own home, especially around this area, there should be enough equity in the home at the very least to to hopefully be able to afford a stairlift yep. that that puts it in. I can understand when people say, "Hey, listen, we don't have the money for home care." That's understandable because it could be an ongoing, reoccurring cost that can, in some cases, be months, years, indefinitely, whatever it might be. Yep. But you know, for some some things like grab bars or some um, um, a stairlift that that is that it might be a, a little costly but it's not overly expensive yep. um i think those are the realistic things that people should should or could be able to afford especially in this area with massachusetts with some of the towns that we're sitting in and we're surrounded by yep. you know there's there's that opportunity and then the question that i would have if i was looking at having a stairlift is you know what happens when it gets taken out? Like, does the whole wall need to be replaced? Or is it really just, you know, the yeah. holes on where you drill into the studs and then you're kind of good to go with a little bit of, uh, of you know, putty and then painting it right over?
1: Yeah, we love that question and it comes up all the time. Um, the stair lifts actually sink into the stairs. All right. So we're not doing any wall modifications at all. All right. Um, so say we have a 12 to 13 step staircase. Um, the track of the stair lift is going to sit on these small feet they're about three inches by three inches, and those get lagged into the stairs, maybe six stairs about one uh one foot for every two stairs um so if you decide that you don't need it anymore or, or whatever it may be, you're going into a new facility. Um, we pop those screws out, we fill it with a little wood glue, and it's like it was never there. um Our owner, Justin, he actually lives in a house where there was once a stair lift, and he right. only noticed because he's looking for it, yeah. Otherwise, you're not going to see it.
0: That's unbelievable. Um, I didn't think it was that uh, that hidden when when you just take that out. I didn't yeah, realize a little wood
1: there's... glue and you refinish the stairs and it's gone John. completely. Perfect. Um, and a lot of people have runners. Like we go to some houses that are just beautiful granite staircases, and they say, "Well, you're not drilling into our granite." but they have like carpet runners or something. We'll mount those feet on the runners. And then when you pull it out, you know, the carpet just seals itself essentially. Yep. um, Or you get a new runner and it was never there.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Uh, But most of the time it's nice oak, oak steps that are, you know, we just fill it with wood glue. Yeah, absolutely.
0: That's outstanding. I I didn't realize it, which is why I asked.
1: It's so, um, it's so easy to do that we rent them. So you, if you're just having like a nasty fracture and you can't go up the stairs for time being, people will rent stair lifts for three or four months. Oh, it's really? simple to put them in and, wow. and take them out.
0: Well, that's good. Yeah. And then, and then we did talk about some money. We did talk about the cost. The question that we always get, does insurance pay for this or is this all private pay? Yep. Is that a combination? Is it one way or another? How do generally people uh, pay for these things?
1: Uh, most of the time it is private pay yep. um, for whatever reason. Medicare does not want to pay for, for this kind of durable medical equipment that's keeping them in their house. And, um, and it's almost a no brainer that they should pay for it because of, we've already discussed the alternative of going to a skilled nursing facility, $120,000 a year. Um, you might pay initially wearing down your assets, but if you're going to be there for 10 years, odds are that Medicare is going to pick up the brunt of that bill. Yep. Um, so to pay us, ten thousand dollars for a ramp a new bathroom uh some some dme bed rails or whatever it may be to promote success in the house it pays for itself like instantly yeah um some of the insurances that will pay is long-term care insurance if people have that and i'm sure they pay for your services as well yep they do um but the problem with that is it's so expensive and and people often can't pay four or five thousand dollars a year for 20 years um, so whatever people have it, you know, it's, it's one of the questions on our assessment. We go through, do you have long-term care insurance? They say yes. And we say, great, they're going to cover everything that we're going to do today. Um, because they don't want you going to the nursing home. Yeah. So I just wonder why doesn't Medicare think the same way? Can't see
0: the forest through the trees, apparently. I
1: guess. And I hope that one day they do because, um, these are investments and, and, uh, a lot of people can't do them. Unfortunately. Yeah,
0: absolutely. It, it's you know, just... try
1: and it's just trying to be as competitive as possible. We're really here to help people, not make a fortune. Yeah. Um, you know, so we're, we're offering at very reasonable prices. And everything we do, like I said, is conservative. It's not permanent um, permanent ramps. We're doing modular ramps. And it's not a rip-out tub job. It's different modifications to the tub. Um, yeah, you're not going things. in
0: there remodeling the whole bathroom. No, I mean, a, if yeah. somebody
1: has a spinal cord and they're going to be in a wheelchair for the rest of their life, using a tub transfer bench and grab bars is not an option. Yeah. We need to talk about making a roll-in shower or we need to talk about setting up, um, lift systems, whether it be ceiling mounted tracks, or if it's a portable Hoyer, um, we supply all that kind of equipment as well. I mean, so those are going to be more, um, more renovations, but most of the time these people are 80 years old. They've lived in their house for 50 years. They don't want us doing these big, big renovations. So we're going to do the conservative stuff. That's going to go a long, long way.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's, that's, it's, you know, with long-term care, we've, We've, we've had our challenges and we've done podcasts on it because I agree, you know, you, you sit there and you go, hey, listen, why don't we – Instead of, you know, in a perfect world, you keep that $5,000, you invest it yourself, and then yeah. uh, it grows a little bit. And then you have that money if you need it. And then you if you don't need it, then you can give it to the next of kin or you can go right. on a great vacate, whatever it ends up being. Um, but, you know, that's one of the biggest issues with long-term care is that it costs the buy-in so much. And the return on the investment is – can be – it's always going to be generally not as much as the buy-in or, or – Right, because the
1: only way it makes sense to purchase a policy like that is in your 50s. Exactly. You know, if you're 75 and you go say, oh, "I want long-term care insurance," seven hundred dollars a month, eight hundred dollars a month, ridiculous.
0: So yeah, absolutely. So that's interesting to know. I mean, it makes sense. I was guessing that most of it was was private. Um, yeah. But you know, it's it's maybe we'll we'll figure that out at one point in time. Maybe people will understand that. You know, the, again, the the upfront cost, the maintenance cost, outweighs the. The, uh, the disaster or the emergency crisis that is involved. Now, um, you know, is there anything else you want to get out there to the world? Is there any your contact information again? Or is there anything else you wanted to kind of talk about with your company and services you can provide that we didn't go over already?
1: Uh, one last thing on funding. Um, we're, you know, we're always trying to find funding to help people pay for this. We are going to start offering um, financing for all of our equipment um, where you're, you know, able to make monthly payments. Um, we were doing that kind of on the honor system for a while and we got burned. Um, so now we're setting up some, some real financing, um, which I think is going to help a lot of people be able to pull the trigger and and get these, this work done. Um, I'm not sure if you guys do this, but we work a lot with national foundations, um, like the MS foundation, we'll call them, we'll say we're, we're a contracting company in OTs and we have a client with MS that needs a ramp. Mm -hmm. Um, do you guys have any funding for home modifications? You know that's the simple little phrase that we say, and they say, "Oh, absolutely, we'd love to send um, send the client fifteen hundred dollars." It might not be the whole purchase of the ramp, but it's going to
0: help out. Absolutely, that's a that's a great that's a great idea. I know that we've worked with different hospitals in that type of capacity, and being yep. like, "Hey, listen, do you have grants or funding?" And mm. some of them do, some of them don't. Yep. But I mean, that's that's an outstanding idea with that type of. Uh, that type of funding for yeah, people. Yeah, and
1: I bet if you guys kind of called and had your own little sentence, it's the worst they can do is say no. And yeah. It only took you a couple minutes. And like to the client, it goes, I mean, he didn't expect $1,500 coming into his pocket Absolutely, um, to help pay. So it meant the world to him. Absolutely. Um, we're just constantly fighting this battle trying to find funding. Yeah. Um, in our Rhode Island location, there's a great state grant that pays for 50% of everything, um, income based, but it's so generous because you can make up to $79,000. And and for the people we're working with, it's a no brainer. Yeah. So, you know, they pay us in full and then they're getting a check for 50% of everything they did. Um, And I I desperately want to get to the governor here in Massachusetts and and let them know that this is going on in Rhode Island and we're having so much success with it. Um, Just making affordable um, modifications and making housing more handicap accessible Um, so I hope that we can bring that here
0: and it's going to be a, it's going to be a need. And you, you, you sit there and, uh, the political climate nowadays is all about, you know, not having a lot of money, but people are still sick and, and, you know, understandably, how do you pay for all this stuff? And it, it goes back to, would you rather have somebody going to uh, getting a little bit of care that doesn't cost a lot of money or waiting until it's an emergency and they're sitting in the emergency room, you know, exactly. and it's the same analogy with you. So it's, it's, it, you know, we'll see what happens. It's, it's tough to get anything moved through any type of, uh, For sure. For pol-
1: sure. policies moved. I'm glad that was already in place when I got yeah. started with the company, but I'm going to, you know, go from the bottom and see how high I get.
0: Why not? Right. Well, that's excellent. And then, uh, just again, give out your contact information so that people have it if they're looking to make a call
1: yeah so we're oakley home access we're serving all of Rhode island and massachusetts Um, a little bit shy of the tip of cape cod and a little bit shy of the west of the berkshires just can't get out quite that far yet but we're hoping to expand to all of new england eventually Uh, my name's alex i'm an occupational therapist my number is 401-447-2023 and our office number is 508-269-9227 give us a call if even if it's just to come by and give some recommendations um for for yourself or for anybody that you love that's struggling in the home not as successful as they once were we have a solution
0: yeah and you know we we always say to people like listen just give somebody a call you know 99 percent of the time these are these are small you know businesses there's not some huge like crm sales force that yeah. you're going to get a robo call every five days trying to get you to close on something right. and they're going to put you on the pressure sale um you know it's it's just going to be hey listen here's the information that you have you know we'll follow up in a week if you're interested in it. and if not just let us know and just we'll know. talk to you at That's another t- point in time
1: i'm happy to come out even if if you don't think you're going to get the sale or, or you know if you don't think you're going to get any home mods Just give us a call and I'll come out and, and now you know we exist.
0: Absolutely. And now, if there is a time down the future, you have a resource, and just leave our leave our you know little flyer in your the top of the drawer, and then when you need us, you know right to, to, to you, catch you're you. You are right on the money. Yeah. yeah, excellent. Well, thank you very much for coming in. Thank you very much for for being on the podcast. You know, these are the types of things that I think people are going to love, and they're going to get a lot of value from. I mean, don't get me wrong, Janet and I are, are, are our own little superstars over here in our own <laughs> little bubble. Yeah. But you know, when you ever get somebody that comes outside and can give an outside perspective. I I always think that's a positive thing. So thank you. thank you. And then thank you very much for listening to the Caregivers Toolbox and uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Have a good day.